Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, guys. Welcome back to another great episode of BassCast Radio. I am Brian, your host. And above me, guys, if you're watching on the video, is Hank the Bass <laughs> Geek. What's happening, everybody? What's going on, guys? <clears throat> you know, just another day, like I always say, man, living the grind, living the grind. You know, pumped out a video yesterday talking about some November and December topwater. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, guys, there's still topwater and to be had, and you can catch some big ones doing it with a Very certain true. bait. Yeah, um, guys, talking about his video, we got Winter Bassin by Kayak Angler Justin Largan got uploaded today. Seven must-have bass fishing baits by Jason Bradstreet. And Mr. Derek Hudson put up one. If you haven't had a chance yet, I want to find his in a second. I'm scrolling through our brand new website here. If you haven't had a chance to head over to the website, check out what's new. Five lures you must throw after Thanksgiving in Central United States by Mr. Derek Hudson. Um, guys, if you haven't had a chance to head on over to the BassCast and check out all the great stories that we have up. Um, I did say seven must-have winter baits too, didn't I? I don't mm-hmm. know. We're talking winter. <laughs> it's on the basscast.com. If you haven't had a chance to go check out the brand new website, we appreciate if you head on over there. Tell us your thoughts. Give us your opinions. Um, <clears throat> we are still reinstating links on Facebook, Instagram. We're, we're starting to get a little bit more blessings returned from Facebook. Um, I want to thank all of you guys for signing up for a band. Uh, we've gotten, I think it's 34 members signed up for band so far. Nice, and so, I still have to do that. I have been swamped, so I apologize. Um, I'm still sending out the links and people still requesting because, you know, <clears throat> it's like Facebook. You get your own page, but you post on the basscast.com or you can find other groups because that's what it is. It's for a group. Nice. And um, the cool thing about it is we're going to be talking about nothing but bass fishing. That's all you're going to see posted. Either see comments from me, posts from me, or pictures from Bruce. Basket can share his videos there, share pics, whatever. Um, and then we can go to Basket's page and then check out all the stuff he's done posted over the last month, year, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, and the cool and the best thing about it is it's owned by me, it's owned by us. And as it grows, we're gonna have to have admins because people have mm-hmm. to kind of watch over it and all that stuff, just like Facebook. But uh, I'll be honest, guys, we, we get a couple thousand out of it. I'll be happy as crap. I mean, if your core people who follow the BassCast.com and BassCast Radio has its own page as well. Nice. 
And like I said, for those who are not a fan of the regular three social media platforms, but still like keeping up with what's happening in the world of bass fishing or just want to talk to your, you can message your friends on there too. I mean, get your friend to sign up. You guys can chat back and forth. You can go live. Well, you can't go live. I'm the only one can go live. <laughs> <clears throat> but you can do everything else that you can do on the other three platforms on band. And uh, I posted the link in our um, BassCast show Facebook page. And I think we're up to about 700 members in that. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you guys. That's pretty for, awesome. Yes. Thank you guys for all being a part of that. Um, also... This weekend, guys, is the BassCast Championship. Someone's going to take home. It's over $1,000 in the pot. Nice. Um, there's the Cat Championship Classic, whatever they're calling their deal, is this Sunday as well. <clears throat> and so it's quite busy on top of wrapping up and building a brand new website here. And, guys, please bear with us. Yargi. Yeah, I got something in my eye. Sorry. <laughs> so on top of be building a brand new website right here at the end of the year, which guys, please bear with us because with like anything, when you migrate over to something new, you're going to find some broken links. You're going to find some pictures that need to be edited or whatever he's going to have to do because this one we had built. So there's going to be a lot of updates and a lot of things you guys see changing over the next few months. And hopefully ain't much because there's a ribbon cutting for our kayak kayak sponsors on June the 14th. I just got notified of. So there is going to be, I am not going to be home very long. There's going to be <laughs> December and two weeks and we're back on the road. So that's all I know, man. It's good. It's going to be cr another crazy year. I was looking at dates already and our dates are, oh yes. Our dates for the 2023 Bass Cast Tournament Series have been approved for you guys who are listening to that. I'm going to put it up on the website this weekend because I want to kind of wait and let everybody prepay and get everything taken. Might even do it tomorrow. No, it ain't going to happen tomorrow because I'm bowling. <laughs> so it's going to happen either probably the weekend, definitely be the weekend because I want to get this event knocked out of the book. So um, before we talk to our guests tonight, which guys, we have local angler from Liberty University. He ain't from anymore because, you know, he's he's graduated, but Mr. Jack Dice is on with us tonight. We're going to talk about the Yamaboto, Yamamoto bait, the Yama Craw. And we're going to talk about the 2022 season, thoughts on 2023. And we're going to throw some winter bass fishing in there as well. And we're going to talk about jigs. And we're going to talk about that trailer, the Yama Craw, to go on the back of your jig. Mm -hmm. So we're going to. Just, you know, I'm probably going to let Geek take over for a little while. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Man. I ain't going to lie. But before we get started, we want to thank our sponsors for an awesome 2022 season. Conrad Brothers Marine, Lynchburg Arms and Indoor Shooting Range, WW Novelty, Angler's Choice Marine, The Bass Tank, Missile Baits. want to thank John Cruz, guys. I think he did not miss but one. Maybe two, but he fished all the rest. And SML Tackle Shack, want to thank them for being a part of us. Um, right there, when you make the left to go to Crazy Horse Marina, for all you guys who are fishing the two big bass events that have never been to Smith Mount Lake, that is the place to go. They can re 
fix your tips, work on your rods, build you a new rod. And he's got all the latest baits that you need to find a big bass on Smith Mile Lake. Now, if you catch it, good luck to you. <laughs> but he knows what people are buying. He knows what's biting. And that's what he's carrying in his store. And he does really, really well during a big bass tour. So, and last but not least, guys, want to thank Wildland Coffee. This tea bag is in his cup tonight. It's been one of those days. Do you ever wish your morning coffee on the lake or river was easier and better tasting, guys? How frustrating it is when you have to French press, when you have to use a French press and you have to clean up or, God forbid, you drink instant coffee. That's why Wildland Coffee exists. Solve those problems. Wildland Coffee is a proud supporter of the podcast, and I am stoked to support them. Wildland Coffee puts delicious, freshly ground coffee into tea bags. That's right. You might be thinking, that can't be good. Hear me out, though. It tastes great, guys. I ain't gonna lie. It tastes just like a French press, but it is in the ease of a tea bag. All you need is hot water. And you have an amazing cup of coffee with no mess or cleanups. Use Bass Cast 10. You guys hear Bass Cast 10 to get 10% off your first order at wildlandcoffee.co. Want to appreciate them for being a part of Bass Cast Radio. Um, as you guys all know, throw us out there. I've got discount tackle. If you want to save some money, and if you want to help support the BassCast, we'd love to have you. I've been throwing the affiliate links all up over social media. And our brother BassGeek up there has got the other one. Tackle Warehouse. That's right. And you can go to my website. And uh, I think under media and links, there is a Tackle Warehouse link in there. So, so if you like to support either one of us, or support both of us. I mean, you, you know, buy a little bit through one, buy a little bit through the other, however there you want to do it. We would love to have you. And um, I know, I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, you know, we all know Tackle Warehouse King. Um, I think I heard they have like 75,000 products. But uh, our boy, this, boys with Discount Tackle, they've got, they're under new management. They got a lot of stuff happening. They got about 50,000 products. So, I mean... You know, they're neck and neck. Yes, you're going to find some. Yes, oh, yeah. you're gonna, yeah, you know, it's going to be one of those things where if you don't find it on discount, you know, on discount, hey, head on over and support Mr. Geek right there. And uh, it helps all of us right here, you know, keep the lights on. The it does. There ain't no so, doubt about that. All right, guys, we're going to be right back with Mr. Jack Dice. <laughs> Brother Jack Dice, welcome back to the show. You know, I was flipping back, you know, I talked earlier about the brand new website going up and we do have a section on there for Bass Cash Radio now. And I was going back through old shows and looking back how far, how long has it been since we actually talked? How long? We talked this year. We have it was, talked. This, it was actually true. this year. Yeah. We have yeah. talked this year. Yes. It's he was in few... he was in his truck. <laughs> yeah, I was in my truck at Winyah Bay. Sweating, That's right. Sweating yeah. a lot. <laughs> So now he's back like at the it. crib. It's winter time, guys. Well, I don't know. It kind of was springish around here today. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it, it was. Did. It actually got pretty daggone nice. But the last couple of days, it's been some pretty heavy hoodie time. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't well, mind hoodie weather. I don't mind hoodie weather. Don't get me no. wrong. I don't mind hoodie. I'll take that over the sweating any day, any day. Yeah. So see, I was all see, right with it. 
See, I'm even a fat boy, but I'm the exact opposite. Like, I don't really? like cold weather. I'd rather it be like 100. Really? <laughs> I'll go out in the middle of a day, ledge fish at like 2 and 3 o'clock, <laughs> no wind. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm just pouring. Mm. And I'm sweating gravy. <laughs> oh man! See, I can't. My my problem is to be honest. I get I get I get sweaty in certain areas that are not yeah. ideal. And well, you know that's when Gerald Swindell. All right, we're getting live right here. Wipes. We're getting two. Yeah, the dude wipes. I forgot about the that. dude wipes. Yeah, so dude wipes. Hit us awesome. up. <laughs> Dang. Oh man! All right, let's dive into this thing here, guys. Let's talk about. Jack Dice in 2022. You know, like I said, very good year. Let's, yeah. let's talk about let's talk about the highs. Let's hit the highs, the lows, and you know what what you learn from 2022. Let's start with the highs first. Yeah, the, if the problem is we, we got to hit highs and lows because <laughs> All right, well, let's this, hit it together. Because here's the thing in in fishing, it's like if you on on social when you're at least my perspective is i mean this is the social media age it in is. general is this we see the highs you just and that's what you feed off of but man like my experience has been that if you just ride that that wears you down quick yes. you know, because you just think it's always grass is always greener someone's always catching yes. them better than oh, you yeah. are and not not to say i'm not like very i've had some you know some highs this year that i'm very thankful for yeah. but like like this sport man it'll eat you alive and i i remember there were i'll give that an amen yeah and there's just i i can think specifically you know i when i first started fishing tournaments i didn't know a lot of people in around here that fished like i didn't know people i didn't it took me you know fishing and getting to to actually get to know people right so before that i didn't have conversations with people but as i got to know people you'd start to have conversations like before the tournament and you start hearing, you know, this guy, oh, this guy said uh, he had 20 pounds yesterday. And this <laughs> yeah. guy had, and you just, you just start eating away at you. Like, oh my gosh, I've never done that ever. Yeah. And the tournament's tomorrow. And, but more often than not, you just got to do your own deal. And that's, yeah. and that's, and that's not just, not a tournament by tournament basis, but also just fishing in general for me. Right. So like, you know, trying to, I just try to take that into everything yeah in that try to i mean you really want to try to take take the lows as pl- pieces of uh, learning experience because they truly can be mm-hmm. not oh, just yeah. tell you it's one thing to just tell yourself oh i need to learn from this like usually well there's actual you didn't do as well as you could have there yeah. are actual reasons right. know, especially the real low ones and then the high ones you just you just you take that and put that store that away for those days when you're like man i haven't had a bite today it's like well yeah. at least one yeah. time i had a bite at least yeah. one time I did. So I was very thankful for that really for me this year had more, I guess you could say highs and lows to me. High is, is, you know, if I'm cashing a check, if someone's handing yes. me a check for go. fishing, that's a high. Like, yeah. so I had a, a, in the BFL series I fished, I really did. I've done two different avenues. I've kind of done in tournament fishing. I've taken kind of two different trails that some people choose one over the other. I've kind of done mm-hmm. both in my you know in these you know initial years of fishing tournaments i fished bfls you know local series fishing against local anglers the guys yeah. who know these bodies of water well and i fished the college series so i get to travel around and fish against yeah. people my age who are at my experience level but but on but it's also more national in this yeah. so it's kind of yeah. a weird co- hybrid and I, i've loved that because i've gotten to experience a little bit i feel like a little bit of everything so fish the college deal though they don't pay you 
So from that perspective, it was college fishing is terrible because they don't pay you a dime. <laughs> yeah. But, but you get those bragging rights. Where's that NIL for the bass clubs in mm-hmm. college clubs? Where's that yeah. NIL deal? That's exactly what we need. Something <laughs> like that. Unfortunately, I think this fish, you and I both know this fish in the world's a little too small for that. But yeah, ah. yeah, you know. <laughs> but the one good thing about the college fishing, though, it does put you on that stage. Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, you know, and, and I guess that's what they kind of look at it for is that, you know, they do give, you know, if you win, you do get some scholarship money. Uh, what is it? I think you get the opportunity of winning a boat. It, it, it just depends event to and event. And it just depends on the different event. But the, the whole thing about it is, Jack's up on stage and it's a stage that we've pretty much given you for free. And we give you 30 seconds to uh, promote yourself in front of millions of people. Absolutely. And it's the, and the format of at least correct, particularly the Bassmaster series college series. It's a multi-day event. You get a couple of days yeah. of practice on a multi-day event on bodies of water. You've never been to, if you have any, you know, prospects of, of moving up and fishing bigger level tournaments, that's what it is. So you yeah. get to experience that without paying a $2,000 entry fee or a $5,000 entry fee. So like, it's, it's pretty good. So, so I've had some good tournaments this year in the BFL side. I was fortunate to cash some checks in a number of those. And then also, and then, you know, college fishing didn't cash checks, but I had some decent events and I was thankful for that too. All right, let's land the lows real quick. Cause like I said, I mean, you know, what would you looking back on the year thing about now is like, is there one that got away that you're like, that shouldn't have happened. Oh, for sure. Like, and that was, <laughs> <laughs> there's always one. That's unfortunate. Always. We're always negative. There's always one, yeah. but, but this year it was more noticeable. Sometimes those mediocre events are the yeah. most difficult to assess afterwards because yeah. cause you're like, I did, I kind of did it right. But when you just utterly fail, you just know it. It's like, yeah. there's no getting around. It's like, whatever I did, that's not what I should have done. Everything yeah. about that should not have happened. Mediocre events are kind of hard. So there was really one event this year that like, I had some, you know, mediocre finishes where I'm like, I could have done better, but it's hard. It's, you know, a lot of those times, the the difference between a mediocre and a good can be you know small but when you do badly it's it's pretty it's noticeable so the one that was noticeable to me i finished i fished a bfl on lake champlain and i finished i don't know in the 80s or something which actually i mean there were like 180 people in the tournament so like wow wasn't crazy but it was one of those tournaments where with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I tried this year. That was one thing I took away from this year as far as maybe I'm jumping ahead and just learning. No, but that's, that'll, go ahead. Yeah, I just, I really tried to this year focus on the mental aspect of the game and enjoy awesome. in that 
trying to combine what it means to enjoy each tournament, enjoy each moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so much of I wanted to just let things happen. You know, I in 2021, I fished a bunch of tournaments and I really I had a couple highs again, but I had a lot more lows like I than I had had previously had in other years like a lot of tournaments where I wasn't even close and it Mm. and really a lot of it was mental where I just was I always was thinking about the next spot I was always thinking about the next cast wasn't even focusing on the cast that that I was had made and it it, that just ate me up so I tried to avoid that at all costs this year and make a concerted effort to say what's it's ironic it's an you have it takes a concerted effort to make it happen but the process involves kind of letting go, at least for me, just kind of right. like letting the day happen oh, yeah. as it will and not trying to force things. And but but it takes effort to do that. So Champlain, I fished a BFL and it was one of those. It, I think I might have even mentioned this. We talked about this earlier fishing the BFLs. I fished the Northeast Division this year. I haven't fished the Northeast ever. So I'd, I'd fished some of the lakes on there. Some of them I hadn't. But. Uh, but be just between work and college and other things, I didn't get a lot of practice for these events. Most of them, I either got no practice or just a couple hours the day before. Yeah. So b- all that being said, the one event that I got to practice for was Champlain. I practiced three <laughs> days, three freaking days. I, I remember we week. did talk about this. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's just amazing how much, at least for me, that tends to be, a. I just have too many wheels turning at that point. Mm, right. Because yeah. you have had, you've had bites on every end of the lake and you just want to fish it all. And when you, when something isn't working, you are, you have so many places your mind can go. Yeah. And my, that tournament, I felt it unlike I've ever felt it before where I like knew within a few, within an hour or two that I was spinning yeah. and I, and I just felt like I couldn't, I didn't know how to get out of it. I knew what I was doing was wrong and I knew, but I couldn't, I just, I felt like I couldn't get out of it. I just felt always thinking about the next place, always thinking about the next cast, but never focused on the cast at hand. And yeah. the co-angler, my co-angler that day kicked my butt. He okay. smoked. It, it, we went, every, we ran all over the lake and he always caught one. And of course wow. that doesn't help, but what no. it shows you is that it almost doesn't matter. Like, especially on good bodies of water, yeah. there's always some fish around. Oh, yeah. It's your job to just figure out, calm down. If you settle down enough to focus and keep your eyes open to what's happening, you can figure out how to get some bites. And he did because he had nothing to lose. But for me, it was always, let's go to another spot. Let's try another bait. When really, it just, it just got away from me. So I tried to just let go of that, you know, the rest of the year. Just even tournaments where, even if it doesn't work out the way you hope, yeah. As long as you just feel like for me, as long as I've just like let the days come to me, fish with That's an awesome. open mind, then I can, I can rest easy at night. And so that was one where I didn't. And so if I could have that one back, I really, obviously I would have done every, anything different. Like it, I would have picked, I don't care what I would have done. Maybe I should have just gone to one area and just say, I'm not leaving or right. something, but really just as long as it almost doesn't matter what, what, decision i would have made if i had made it with the right mindset I yeah. think it would have been all right so That's that awesome. one hurt me because i fin- I finished fourth in anger of the year and really if i just caught one three or four pounder that day i would have won wow. the points so it's, it's wow holy cow it's, it's like that's that's the how how narrow that kind of stuff is that's all wow that's awesome dude you know we kind of you know you, you talk about that and it's like when there's money on the line and you know, we were just bringing up sponsors earlier, me and Geek were, and, you know, that whole mental aspect, you take away the fishing, then, like, I need to cash a check. Then you get into, like, you know, a lot of people say, 
that, you know, the consistent, they had a great year because they cashed a check in every event. Didn't matter what the check was, but they cashed a check. And that's a lot of people's goals is, you know, I mean, that's everybody's goal. I mean, it should be everybody's goal. I mean, especially when you're doing it the level that you're doing it, Jack. Well, I always think, you know, that consistency leads to wins. And you, yeah. you have to learn to be consistent. You have to learn to be in the mindset that Jack just explained. And I, I think then that's when you always hear it. Every Everybody that tells you, you know, when it's your day, it's just your day. And I think that just comes from from being consistent, being in the right mindset as much as you possibly can, putting yourself into that window of it being your day. I mean, we, we had, we had Bill Lowen on this year and I love dollar bill Lowen. I mean, I've always have met his family. I mean, I know his family, his wife, I met him. I don't really know him personally, but I've met him. And you're talking about one of the most upbeat guys out there in the world. And it's been like this. I mean, you, but when it was his day, it was his day, but you know, it's just a nice guy. Yeah. And he needed, you know, he needed that win. After, you know, I mean, he's cashed checks, but he's never, I was, what, this year, it was two years ago. I think it was two it years was, ago when he won on the river. I think it was. It was on Pickwick. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the reason everyone wanted him to win is because really throughout his career, as far as I know, Bill Bill is that guy who is always standing in the check line. Yeah. And you say, that's why people were like, how has he not won? He's put himself yeah. in that position enough. So to say, <laughs> right. finally, sometimes it takes longer. Like, I mean, and that's the interesting thing in fishing, you know, it's hard it's hard to quantify. Like we could say, Oh, if you're consistent enough, you'll win. Yeah. But then you look at a guy like Gerald Swindle. Yes. Like, that dude oh, yes. Just won two angler of the years yes. at the highest level. And, and never he's never won, won an elite series. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. It's like, mm. you think he's got to, he's won, <clears throat> he's won tour events and he's won opens. Like, he, Oh yeah. He's yeah. not like he yeah. hasn't won. Yeah. But still you, I think not as much as people expect him to win with how much yeah. he, how consistently he has puts himself in that position. Yeah. So guys, you know, I, I, you know, I've had Bassmaster anglers here. I've had a uh, major league fit. I mean, uh, well, they're major league fishing past FLW still living in a truck, men and women. I mean, you know, that's, it's not the glory and the glitz that everybody thinks it is. And, you know, you guys saw, hopefully you, I know a lot of you guys, cause I looked at the numbers. A lot of people watched the last podcast when you were in their truck. So, I mean, and I don't know if you slept out of the back of the truck the whole time, but I know this year the van will be slept out of a whole lot by Brian Carter. So, I mean, <laughs> the forerunner that is, so please don't knock. I'll be asleep. That, yeah. yeah. Same here. Same here. But yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's being consistent, consistent and putting yourself in the right place and putting in the work. I mean, we hit, we hear, you know, Jack, we hear that here all the time. I mean, you know, I don't want to fish against this person, but that person's on the lake every other weekend or every weekend. Mm. So, I mean, it's, it's the whole thing of being consistent, putting in the work and hard work pays off. We brought me and geek brought that up earlier. I mean, we were talking about that in the YouTube land. Mm. I mean, it's so many people come over in my house that I want to shoot a video. I want to write a story. I, I want to show a sponsor. I can write, you know, how many stories you got to write for your Don Barone. I mean, you know, for people start throwing stuff at you. Yes. How many videos for geek? How many years before I was recognized? I mean, you're talking like it took me about six, seven years before everybody knew, thought I was this little dumb little website down in Virginia. And I went to the Bassmaster Classic. And I think it's that, you know, making that investment like you're making, fishing the bigger events. And when I made that investment, drove, well, rode as a driver. I rode eight <laughs> hours 
to the Bassmaster Classic and introduce myself to everybody freaking down here, it just like boom. So I mean, yeah. it's, it's putting in the work. Yeah, I admire both of you. You you've done it in our industry in different ways, but both of you, it, it, you know, you both know how that it. It's something I've experienced. You experienced in tournament fishing too. You just you just gotta. Yeah. If you have a bad one, you just go to the next tournament. You, your video doesn't perform. You, you just you had you post another one on on your schedule again. You, you always just, you post yeah. another article. Yeah, I've always said it. You know, uh, we've actually got to interview him twice now, and I've actually you know got to talk to the the OG of YouTube <laughs> uh, YouTube uh, fishing, uh, the Fluke Master. Yes, we and had him all first, last week. Yeah, one of the things that he said to me was learn to love the grind. And you you really have to. It, number one, you have to love the sport to do what, what Jack's doing, especially, we'll talk about this in a minute, what Jack says he's going to do next year. But, <laughs> uh, and I would love to be right there with him, you know, but I'm I'm finally, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in. I finally got a, a, getting a new boat on the way here the first of the year. So I'm, awesome. I'm going to do some... Uh, I'm jumping in the mountain division, fingers crossed the BFLs. So, and, uh, but, but, you know, you got to love to learn to grind and, you know, there's so many things for guys that are wanting to fish tournaments and Jack said it, there's so many things that can spin you out. And when you Mm -hmm. get inside your own head, it is the worst place to be when you're fishing. Uh, you know, like Jack said, and I tell you, I it, it, you spin me out all the time. You'd hear all these guys, man. There's a lot of people that win practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're they're sending pictures. Man, look, I'm twenty pound bag on practice. You got to ignore that. I I do not before the tournament. Any information that's coming out is garbage. Ignore it. Stay away from it. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest thing. You, whatever small, small group of trusted people you have, you, you trust those and nobody else. Most of the time that's like one to three, if you're lucky. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's the so many things that can spin you out. Don't let it be somebody else. So there you yeah. go. That positive mental. It attitude. is so much easier said than done. <laughs> yes. So looking back on last year, what, what's, you know, your takeaway that might help you into 2023? We always used to bring it up in a lot of podcasts. And what did you learn from 2022 that can help carry you into next year? In the PMA category, the positive mental attitude. Oh, man, it's so, I wish I could, like, I can't, I don't, the problem is I don't think I could quantify the things that into like a simple mm catchy you know facebook post inspirational post comment of just like 40 character tweet (laughs) yes you can't and i think that's what makes bass fishing so special yeah and or any really anything that you compete at at a high level or attempt to is that it's there's so many factors i guess this is really why i think fishing is there's so many factors that we can it's hard to boil it all down into well yes. just do this or just you know ike ike and ellie's famous for saying fish the moment and that's oh, yeah. true but but and all the advice that you can you're going to get from different anglers the biggest thing is you have to make it your own and that's what experience like doing it over and over again yes. does so i'm not an expert angler by any means those guys are far and above skill level of what i am so but for, for me to be the best angler i can be i have to 
trust the process by practicing what they preach and then making it my own. And yeah. so for me, you know, what I hope to take into 2023 that I really focused on 2022 was just putting myself in a good headspace and holding that in the tournament and not, and it's not necessarily a positive headspace. It's not just positively believing, Oh yeah, I'm going to do well. If anything, for me, that's, that's almost puts an expectation that, that yeah. puts pressure. Yes. If anything, I just, I just say I've prepared, I've fished my whole life. I do everything I can to prepare for any moment, any scenario in a tournament. And so all I can do is just go out there and let the day come to me. Yeah. Let it come to me. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing for me ever that I, tr I really felt like I got a better handle of this year and saw that compared to in 2021, I fished a lot of tournaments where I did not, I, right. I, you know, I fished a lot of local, even especially locally places where I fished tournaments, BFLs on local lakes where I fished for years and practice became this kind of running around checking. Oh yeah. I caught him on this dock. I caught one on this dock. Yeah. Let me check yes. it. And you That's pull up and you shake one off. And then you yeah. say, well, I'll run up the river like and I'll check that log and you shake one off. Yeah. And then tournament day, you're like, well, let's just go do it. And yeah. you run to the log and he's not there. And yeah. you run to the dock and he's not there. And you're not, That's you're awesome. not fishing at that point. You're running. No. You know, you're all you're doing is running a checklist. And yep. that's just not how I fish well. And so for me, it's I, the contrast of this year of just, especially it helped to not have practice to just say, take one clue, just try to grab one clue and, and believe, you know, based on now, take that instead of letting that experience hurt you of making you do certain things, take that experience as confidence that if I have the right clue, I've seen in all these scenarios that I can extrapolate that into a, a successful tournament. Yes. So I, that's, that's awesome, all I dude. tried to do every time. Dude, that's, and, that's awesome, man. He's like a pastor right here. A fast fishing <laughs> freaking pastor right here. I mean, preach. it's like, I'll preach give it, it name, brother, man. man. I mean, it's I true, that, man. I, good I mean, stuff, it's, it's a great way to put it. You're right. Uh, I, I don't think anybody could say it any better. That's, that's again, awesome, that's bro. just, that's just my experience. And there's lots. And like, again, I'm not, that's that what you it's not a guarantee that oh if i do this i'll be a great tournament angler i mean there's yeah. like that's the other side of it is like we can talk and say you know if you put in the work you dream there is that level of which maybe sometimes we sell people wrong and that's why yeah. again i want to bring up the that there's lows is that not everybody's jordan lee not no. everyone's jacob wheeler like it's yeah. like yeah some people just have some a, another level that there's a reason there's things that they have that you can't just outwork them to get it you can't there's and just so for me it's about just being the best angler i can be best fisherman go. i can be there you go that's see where that ends up that's even what it says on all my social media come along on my journey as i try to become the best angler i can be that is awesome. literally what it's about don't worry about what everybody else is doing just just go through your process and be the best you can be that's literally Good all stuff. you can do. That's you, all you can you, do. You don't have there if you if you'll never reach if you if you're just not going to be able to reach that status. There's nothing you can do to like. It, there's some there's some people. Yeah. It, there's I mean, you can only beat it so long, man. You can yeah, only you, you can, can only. I mean, you know, it's like a, what Gary Vaynerchuk. Some of you don't just don't have it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you know, we all you know we see it all the time. You know, like at the end of the year for the Bassmaster elites. You know, big boy up on stage always says. Some of you I'll see next year. Some of you I won't see next year. Some of you are going to go to a different direction. And, you know, a lot of them, you know, NPFL, Major League Fishing. I mean, you know, go in different directions. So, I mean. And that's okay. That's the right. other thing. Like, it, that's okay. Like, Absolutely. That's, 
again, that's why the reframing it to just be the best you can be. Yeah. That's all you can do. And, and if you do that, there's nothing to, there's less fear yeah. because it's not, will I hold up to some immeasurable standard? It's right. Let's just see what I can do. Now it's a challenge. Now yeah. it's, it's a mountain that you can climb. That's absolutely true. I mean, like I said, I couldn't say it any better. We should just end the podcast right here. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> my, <I> mean, just... <laughs> my All right. We're going to move on because we could, you know, I, I love the positive. I love that. You know, I listen to, I'll be honest with you guys. I listen to a lot of podcasts and none of them are bass fishing. Business, uh, motivational. I listen to a, another motivational speaker. So, I mean, I listen to a lot of different stuff because, you know, if I get enough bass fishing, I mean, it's coming from all directions right here. So, you guys seen them. I, I was going to bring this up earlier. You know, football players, basketball players, they all listen to music before they go out there and play. There's something clearing their mind completely before they go out there and, you know, play the sport that they're playing because you are putting it all on the line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to play tennis and tennis, same as bass fishing. Like, you know, tennis, you pay to play. And then you win the purse. I mean, it's the same way. It's not like football or basketball or baseball. They pay you. You pay to play tennis. Even the professionals pay to play tennis. Mm. And I used to play a lot of tennis. And, you know, it was where, you know, you want, you have to get into that correct mindset before you go out there. And it doesn't matter who you play against or where you play against. It's just being, you know, in that positive mental attitude the whole entire time. So, and like you said, it's sometimes hard to do. Mm-hmm. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For sure. Uh, let's dive into Yamamoto, guys. Um, last time we had him on, you know, he's talking about the deal he had done with them and how he was working with Yamamoto Bates. And we got the uh, the Yama Crawl. You guys yeah. have seen the the videos are all out. I actually, you didn't put one on YouTube, did you? Uh, I didn't know, but okay, we we did for on Yamamoto Bates. There, I think a couple of different anglers did one, but he's got the bait with him tonight, and uh, we're gonna let him talk about it, why it was created, dive into it. And I like the pretty packaging that a lot of different people have gone to now. I, I don't want to mention none of those other people's names or anything like that. 
because some of you guys hate them. But that's not the point. <laughs> but uh, we all love y- Yamamoto Bates. I mean, y- you can't go bad with the Gary Yamamoto. I mean, no can, can we still say Gary Yamamoto anymore? It's just is it Yamamoto? I mean, I, I mean, they, I mean, the it's official name is Yamamoto, but <laughs> Gary Gary will always be tied to that brand. I mean, yeah. it's it's his baby. It's what it's the Godfather. That, he's the Godfather of yeah. of this. So you, I mean, you know, for branding's sake, we'll say Yamamoto, but we'll always put Gary. We all Gary will always <laughs> yeah. be there. All yeah. right, talk about it, brother. So yeah, it's it's been really cool. So for me, I've been so it's been a kind of a transition for me. I've gotten to now work for GSM Outdoors, which is is the company that owns we own several fishing brands now. I work on the in the fishing side. We own Yamamoto, we own Bill Lewis, Buckeye, and Steel Shad. And so the Yamacraw, this bait that we just launched here, is one of the first baits that I got to kind of see the whole more of the process of we launched a number of baits at iCast and I got to see a little bit of that but this one more so like I was sent prototypes on different formulas different you know we 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 tried like different ways of like making part of the bait one formula part of the bait another with how would that affect the action and it was to just so getting to be on the inside for the first time for me was really, really exciting yeah. Like th- to just watch how it's done. And it was also interesting for me to hear the mindset. So I, I was heard it said by one of our, our guys, Wes Higgins, who's our brand manager at GSM. And he's, he's run Bill Lewis lures for years, the rattle trap. He said, he's like, I, he says, from my understanding, there's three reasons you come to market with a product. You either have something just brand new, totally unique, never been done before mm-hmm. that needs to be out there. You, or maybe you, there's a proven concept in the industry and you just think you can build it for less, that you can Mm. offer it to the average person for a better price point, or you, you, there's a proven, you know, technology. In this case, it would be a bait design or shape or action that is a successful bait design, but we think we can, we think we can do a little better. And yeah. so there's, that's going to be different for every brand. It's going to be different yep. for every product launch. So for us here at Yamamoto, you know, we we are unapologetically the premium brand. We're never going to try to be the person that builds it for less because yeah. because and that's really cool. I also have had the the you know been fortunate enough to go to the factory, meet the employees that's here cool. in U.S. We're one of the bit last bigger soft plastic manufacturers in the U.S. that's that does it here. And the, the processes that we do to build, to get the Cinco, to do that perfect shimmy, that's, it's, it's, it is time. It really takes up a lot of time and work. Mm. So it, and that translates to cost, but we're never, we, we, I mean, this was something that may, it mattered a lot to me because I've worked with Yamamoto before working with them at GSM before GSM yeah. acquired them. And I said, if you're going to, my first hesitation was like, you better not change anything. Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't stand with that as an angler. Yeah. And so it's been very encouraging for me to, to work alongside Wes and our, our head VP of fishing, Crispin Powley, who was actually the, the head product designer for striking for years and years. Wow. So he has oh, wow. done tons of bait design. He's been in the industry for years. And so they're fishermen, like they get it. So they're like, yeah. of course we throw Zinkos. We're not going to mess with it. <laughs> yeah. And so, Anyway, at every step of the way, we want to we want our baits to be premium, and that includes the formulas, getting the formulas just right to each bait to do what we need it to do. So, so this bait. So going back to like why you build a bait, this like there's a lot of craw baits on the market that flap and kick, but we just thought we could do a few things different that would make it 
better. So the okay. first, the biggest thing in this bait, it's a four inch bait. It's got a really a good solid thicker body. It's not too thick where it's, you know, you're not going to get hook penetration. It, you, we actually have this step down here. So you can, you know, oh, yeah. if your hook yeah. point, where the hook points coming through, it's actually, it's a little less plastic than the above section where your hook might hold if you were flipping this bait. So that's important for hookup ratios. But the biggest difference with this bait for a lot of, from a lot of baits on the market is it has our mega floater formula in it. So what that means when you put this on a jig or a shaky head, when you stop the bait, the whole thing, just the claws just float up, stand just up. come up nice. like a, right, just like a crawfish does in, in a defensive position. And that, for me testing, it actually, there were times where I noticed that I wouldn't feel the bite. And my theory <laughs> is, is that like a lot of times, you know, if you've ever watched bass footage underwater, like them eating a jerk bait or something, yeah. it's when that bait first moves after right. it's been still that right. triggers a strike. Yeah, And so when you're fishing like a jig on the bottom, which is one of the primary ways that I've fished this bait, prototyping it, you know, you're dragging a jig. A lot of times it'll get stuck on a rock and you go to pull it off and that's when yep. it bites it. And so you kind of, your, your line's kind of taut. So you generally, for me, I feel those bites, but I realized with this bait, I wasn't feeling them. And I legitimately think what happens is I'm dragging that jig on the bottom and I go to stop it. And when I stop it, the claws just suddenly whoop, float up. Mm -hmm. And that's the triggering moment. So now yeah. I'm on the slack. I'm reeling up to pull it again when they bite it. When before, normally uh, I'm pulling yeah. it yeah. and they bite yeah. it because that's the trigger. But now with the floating formula. Just that little subtle. Just that yeah. subtle is the trigger. And it, yeah. it's been, it's been, I've and, caught some good fish on it. And so. that is a crawl going, seeing the bass there going in the defensive position. I'd say, I'd say you're exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the biggest difference maker that, again, getting the formula just right was key to get that happening. And it's, it's, we have a little bit different design. We've got a three flange design. So it swims a mm -hmm. little different than other offerings. It's not quite, there's like, to me, there's two types of crawls. There's like a kicking that's a very mm -hmm. much a straight yeah. up and down. Yep. And then there's more of a swimming where it kind of flows. And because of the, just the angle of these different flanges that we've worked on on the ends, you can see it's three different ones, but you oh, see, yeah, I see it. The way they're yeah. angled, it can watch you almost get a little bit of water to pass through, which means that it's not quite a hard straight up and down kick, but mm -hmm. it's not like a tradition. Some craws where they the craws that don't use a flange, they tend to just flow. So this yeah. is kind of in between. So it, actually fishing it, hmm. it's a really it's a little bit different action. It kicks, so you still feel a thump, but it's a, I would consider it like the flat sided crankbait of a craw. It doesn't. Huh. It's it's kind of tighter. And I, really, with the way pressure, how pressured fisheries are now, I'm, yeah. I I personally really liked it fishing it. And again, that's why I'm excited because they they sent me prototypes and <laughs> I knew I was throwing <laughs> something no one else on the lake had, and they just bit it. So I was so I was a little just I was excited that we launched it, but also I'm a you know, do we have to launch it? Yeah, yeah. Do we gotta show this, guys? Come on, can I get like six more months? Come on, just let me fish. Let me fish a few tournaments, and then we'll then we'll let it out. So, do you know the price and how many we get in a a box? Uh, you're gonna get six in a pack. Um, it obviously depends on the retailer. I believe on our website we have them at seven ninety nine right now. Okay, which is kind of our standard across the board Yamamoto price point. So. And you guys all see they changed it. They changed their, um, they put it in the nice little plastic container. 
yeah, that was again. We put it in the in the clamshell, and they, yep, that's a lot that's of people just, going to the clamshell. That's just a, a, a really from an angler's perspective. That's essential when it you're is. dealing with yeah. with baits with that have either a flange or yeah. a, a certain like you know a curly tail or something that has to that the shape of that tail or or claw makes the difference in having the yes. correct action yeah when you throw that in a plastic bag you're just th- you're throwing that to the lottery of whether your bait's going to be good or not again <laughs> you're getting one out they kind of look like that yeah some will come like that some will, <laughs> you know they're all i mean maybe deformed crawfish yeah. maybe that works but i'd rather hey, have i guess swing. it's something different <laughs> yeah something different but i'd rather um, be in control of that so as, that's as yeah, work. yeah as you were testing the product itself, um, how many casts were you seeing you were getting with it? How many were you able to catch multiple fish on it before you had to replace and go to another one? What was mm-hmm. some of the feedback that you were receiving yourself as you were using the product? Because, you know, a lot of people talk about that. Our, our uh, Senko will last you all day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so what was some of the things that you were learning yourself as you were using it? Well, again, so for the for me, as an angler and as as part of what we do what as part of what we believe our brand stands for at yamamoto is mm-hmm. our number pri- one priority is to make sure your bait gets bit yeah. and so that means mm-hmm. first and foremost action is to me the biggest trigger you know I mean obviously getting the colors right we've got a whole range of colors night we got tonight 20 colors 20 colors now and it and we'll, I'm sure there'll be more because as soon as they came out of course people were like wait where's this color where's this color? so we <laughs> Trust me, we will have more. If you go buy the ones we have, I, I, I can guarantee you we'll make more. I'll oh, there you go. So, but the, so the action is first. So really yep. that was what we needed. And we built the, the floater formula, but then when we did, ha- even when we did that, we had to do different renditions of how soft that is. If you go right. too soft, it almost it acts like a gummy bear or like yeah. one of those ch- child's toys. We had, we made a some prototype and there's, I don't know if you I guys are old enough. There was a, there was a toy that I used to have where it was like a gummy hand, like you pull it and it sticks yep. to everything. Oh, it was yeah. just like that. It was like sticking to everything like this ain't it. But <laughs> so the nice thing about the floater formula is that it not only did we get the consistency right to get the right amount of kick. So it's enough to be a vibration, but not, you know, not wild right, crazy, right. just right there where we wanted it to be in the as get putting off the right by vibration, but also floating. That was kind of the, the biggest trick in getting this bait right but for you as anglers the fortunate thing is that, that this formula is a lot tougher than your mm-hmm. traditional Senko's salted formula i mean it's not you i when i was putting this on the back of a jig i mean i would pretty much just leave it on there and catch a number like yeah. i can't rem- i never i should have done the, the clicker count the clicker <laughs> again i was just seeing i just wanted it to get bit yeah and that was the biggest thing and it and but it's it's way more durable than a Senko, especially right. if you're threading it on a jig this will last a good number of fish oh, you yeah. know of course i can't give you a guarantee i don't <laughs> we understand that but with some you know something you know you, you you've actually had the prototypes and you've actually used it a little yeah. bit and you've actually had the opportunity to use it before the rest of us will Mm-hmm. i will might, say i put it on a jig we might get a pack and i didn't or two take it off away. for like three or four trips and there caught fish go. almost every time like I didn't, I didn't have to put a new one on. That's so. awesome. Well, the floating plastic generally tends to be a lot more durable. So mm-hmm. it does, you know. Well, we brought up jig fishing. You guys all know winter is around the corner. We all know my friend Ben Hudson and Derek Hudson. It's the only thing they use. <laughs> they live and die by it. I love them to death. But you know, 
we were talking about different sizes. You know, we got the football head, you got the round head, you got many different heads. You know, what, what were you throwing a bait on? And, you know, what was you finding your success? If you line in the bait up a quarter, eighth, you know, to get that right fall that you wanted in that bait. The, you know, the fall fall rate is always a really critical factor yes. in triggering strikes. Yes. For sure. And to, but that's, again, it's, it's so situational. So like there are days where that slow fall is just the deal. Oh, yeah. you know, going to a smaller, a lighter jig, slower fall rate can be the deal, especially places like docks. You know, that's mm, a really, yeah. where you mm-hmm. skip that jig under the dock. Some days, you know, when they're aggressive or when you're trying to get a reaction strike, I'll throw a half or a five, eight yeah. ounce jig and I'll cut the skirt out. So it's almost nothing there. So it's just right. straight weight, just triggering yeah. strikes. So, but in the winter for me, generally everything, life is slowing down, everything's slowing down. So I tend to slow down too. And so actually the other day I went out and I was catching some on a jig the other day, but I went, I was fishing in about 15 to 20 foot of water. Mm-hmm. So relatively deep, but I actually was throwing, I was throwing our balling out jig from, from oh. Buckeye. And yeah. But I threw a three eighths ounce jig. Yeah. And so that lighter jig really, for me, it just made me have to slow down because I, it, to keep bottom contact, that lighter jig, you can't pull it too fast. No. And so it just really forced me to, cause I don't like to slow down if I can help it. So <laughs> yeah, me neither. So really I just like, it just made me have to slow down. But that being said, if there's times where even in the winter, I just, so, you know, I'm learning, I'm like you guys, I'm always on, on the different media outlets. I'm on social media. I'm on the bass oh, yeah. Yeah. reading different tips. And I saw a video on social media, Brandon Lester talking about throwing a heavier jig mm-hmm. sometimes where if the bait, if your bites are coming on the bottom, which a lot of times they do in the winter, if you, if you're trying to, especially when you're trying to find them, See, so he really advocated for sometimes you just go to a heavier jig and you're just more efficient. Yeah. You know, if they're all stuck to the bottom, which a lot of times they get that way in the winter, that heavier jig just gets to where they live faster. So right. there's a time and a place. The, the spot I was fishing with the three eighths, I knew they were there. Like I'd graft over them. Yeah. They're there. So now it's about triggering the strike. And generally speaking, if I'm trying to fish it slow and trying to, coax one into biting which in the winter their metabolism slow mm-hmm. i want it to just sit there long enough that they just go well i can't help but bite it yeah i went to that lighter jig so it, but again there's no it's there's bass fishing unfortunately i wish it was one to one i really wish they would <laughs> yeah. read the yeah. textbook and tell you know that this <clears throat> equals always this because yeah. there's always going to be times where you might say the light jig's got to be the way to go and they won't yeah. touch it yeah so I agree with that. That's, you know, it, there's even tricks that I do, you know, like I won't, if, if I'm fishing in, in the wintertime, if I'm fishing a, a heavier jig, you know, like I'll, I'll throw three quarters. And, it, and a lot of times if I'm throwing that heavy and I, I'm out deep, number one, I'm already in that, you know, 25 to 50 feet, <laughs> you know, yeah. depending on where I'm at. But, you know, even then, like I won't trim skirts. Because I want that skirt to be, I don't want it to flare as much. I want it to lay down. I want it to be, you know, just a, just less movement, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's if I'm fishing for largemouth. If I'm fishing predominantly for largemouth, a lot of times that's what I'm doing. Smallmouth during the wintertime, living rubber so that it is just 
moving just so subtly, a lot of times can really get those bites. And then, you know, I was I did a video that should be out here in the next few weeks, and I was talking about different <clears throat> different types of rock. And I come across a pattern a few years ago where you can find those this time of year, those flat rocks mm. that do get get a lot of sun and there's a little bit of dirt between them. You know, you you're not looking for riprap and this sort of stuff, but you're looking for that mm. that steeper bank that has this this rock uh, to where the the craw the crayfish the crawdads can burrow. You know, they'll hide under rocks, but they like to burrow into the earth. And uh, I even had a I even had a guy send me a text the other day, and he's like, "Man, I won a tournament on that exact pattern you told me about last year." <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, you know, and you know, depending on uh, depending on the bass, a lot of times you know you can you can go back and forth between uh, the different sizes uh, of jigs in that, and see what you can what you can get. So it's a uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Just watch the video. <laughs> there you go. Spoken like a true YouTuber. There you go. <laughs> so gotta guys, get that, gotta get that plug in there. <laughs> so guys, make sure you watch discount tackle and, uh, you know, tackle warehouse as well for the new Yama crawl by Yamamoto Bates. And, uh, I said, so you can support me or geek either way, but I uh, make sure you pick up some, they are out already. Aren't they? I think I did see them on tackle warehouse. Aren't they? Yeah, Tackle Warehouse, they've got them set up for, for pre-order. I think there sh should be shipping from our warehouse to Tackle Warehouse this week. So nice. That's what I thought. I thought I saw them on there because I did look it up. So, mm -hmm. All right, so guys, make sure you get that in. Um, like I said, wintertime bass fishing, the jig, a, a lot of people love it. I mean, a lot of people will put it in their hand and won't drop it all day long. I mean, it's mm -hmm. one of those base. They might have, you know, three different setups, four different setups, but yeah. Some people live and die by it because you're, you know, we, we've all heard it. You're not going to catch a lot, but you're going to catch the big ones. Yeah. You want to talk about mindset. That's, that's enough. This is winter yeah. time is one where you do have to re kind of reassess what you're looking for in the winter. Oh yeah. If you, if you go out looking for, I would like to catch a hundred fish today, you're mm -hmm. usually going to be sorely mis disappointed. So, but if you go with the mindset of, I could catch the biggest bass of my life today. Yeah. That, that really can change, change the whole game. And that's why locking a lot of times, if you, the, the fish metabolism is slow, you talked about that living rubber at Buckeye, we have the mop jig. That's really starts to get really popular. Just a yes. living rubber skirt. It just, it doesn't move. It, mm -hmm. it, I mean, it moves, but it's not that kind of, yeah. Know, yeah. Like a silicone skirt. And when you're in the winter time, something, a bigger jig, like what you're there talking you about, that's if you're saying I'm going to go for the one big bite, you yeah. that's a great way to get it. A great way to get it. Awesome. And it's a great way. Like I said, you know, throw that three quarters. A lot of times, you know, even if, it, you know, you're, you're graphing an area, it's got a little bit of rock, a little bit of mud mixed in there. You're not always going to see those bass on that, on that graph. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a little rock vein on a, on a shoal or a point, you know, a lot of times I'll throw out there or if I see mm -hmm. one, you know, I go across it. I call it the tattletail bass. You know, he'll be one up there all by himself around mm -hmm. some rock. And I'm like, okay, let's see if there's four more there. You throw that in there and you can drag it and just let it sit there and let that skirt. And the good thing about it is deeper. You can drag that. You may only get a, a bite, but then you can come back. Like with smallmouth, smallmouth are notorious about weight. If As soon as, like, you'll feel them hit it. 
And that's most of the time them spitting it back out because mm. they hate if you're throwing a weight that's too much, they'll 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 spit it. I mean, as quick as they pick it up. And uh, so you'll downsize to a, a lighter jig and you'll start getting slammed. But a big jig can be a great search bait is basically what I'm taking the long road about saying. <laughs> yes. And that's funny. So you talk about that. That's where the spot I was fishing had large mouth and small mouth on it where I was yeah. throwing this, the three eighths. And there I was actually go. cutting down. I was cutting off the top. Yeah. So I was making it a really small, really light jig. Yeah. So even though it was you know three eighths ounce it also had less skirt material to yeah. jump around right and it also didn't slow the fall down so it got mm -hmm. down there and you could still keep it down there but it doesn't have as much movement from a bigger skirt and i go to a subtler trailer you know i don't know what you oh, yeah. like to do yeah i like to usually like that you know our yamacraw there's guys there's some guys who just always throw this and yeah. that's good for them but a lot of times i'll go to like either a chunk or like a little just like a twin tail grub just yeah. oh yeah very yep. subtle well, was... going back to that Yamacraw, the one thing I'm looking at that is, uh, you know, we got a little drinking game on my live streams mm. uh, when we talk about girthy baits. That, that's got some girth to it. And what I like about that right there, the girth in the tail of that is that when you shove that up there against that skirt, it's really going to force that skirt to plume out too. And so that on the ledges in the summer hoo-ha that's gonna be a money winner yep well i'll just say our our vp crispin pally who, who was the bait designer for striking he lives on kentucky lake so there you let's go. just say oh he was out looking for some certain things <laughs> there you go building a craw yeah so. yeah all right so hopefully you guys got some bits and techniques and some information out of that hopefully something to help you this winter um i know here we're about to wrap up here, but I think I know some other little series and events that are happening up on Smith Mountain Lake. So take some of these winter tips and use them. Uh, head on over to thebasscast.com. I know there's four stories up there, different opinions, different looks. Some of them are the same. There's a little variations of, you know, everybody's take on what they enjoy throwing on the winter time. So we got a few minutes left and we're going to talk about 2023. Um, guys, three weeks left a two wow is it two three That's what crazy, is it actually. uh i don't know three insane. weeks left in 2022 i mean it's the seventh so <laughs> yeah where yeah. did it all go holy <laughs> cow where did it all go so i'd like to ask you <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i'll be honest I, you know i thought last year was crazy but this 2023 I might not be home till summertime. So, I mean, it's, you know, I'm home guys during the week, but I mean, it's mm. like when I Saturday, Sunday gone, Saturday, Sunday gone, Saturday, Sunday gone, because the schedule is already filling up. I mean, we were talking about earlier. I got an open house to go to uh, the week after that's an English choice, open house to go to. Uh, we got the Richmond fishing expo Bassmaster classic. And then the tournament series starts trails oh, yeah. all begin in March. I mean, it's boom, boom, boom. We might have like a week or two off in between, but it's, but then it's back to the mindset again and kind of rethinking everything. But uh, what's your plans for 2023, brother? Uh, so for me, I've, I'm graduated from college. So I've done, I did, you know, I fished three years of college fishing. I, I, I didn't do it the full four years, but I did three years of it. And I fished BFLs for years and I fished 
you know, AAA Toyota series as a co-angler. So like, I feel like I've hit all of those levels. So for me, the next yeah. progression was to jump up to fishing in the front of the boat in a AAA series. So 2023, I'm going to be facing the gauntlet. I'm putting my, I'm tossing in my hat in the Ooh. ring to fish all nine Bassmaster Opens. So wow. It's, it's going to like, you talk about being away from home. It's, yeah. it's going to be a while. It's going to be a big schedule, but I'm really excited. I've always wanted to do this. So really it's a huge thanks to the people that support me, the guys at GSM for letting me yeah. do this. You know, that's awesome. It's, it's, you know, we talked earlier about, you know, that guys are fishing to cash checks because yeah. that, the, and it's, you know, the sleeping in your truck. And of course yes. I'll be doing all that like even to get there, you have to have some level of support. And so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very blessed to be in this position where GSM is letting me use it as an opportunity to promote their brands, promote their products yeah. even more and work with them and use it as, as almost research and development. It's kind of like their, I guess their excuse to let me go fish That's a bunch awesome. of tournaments, <laughs> but I'm very thankful. Whatever the excuse is, I'm just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever yeah, so, you want it to be, we can make it that. So, yeah. will, the, so will the truck and boat be wrapped? Yeah, it should be. It should awesome. be awesome. So it'll, they don't, yeah. that'll be cool too. Cause it's been, yeah. you know, that, that was the dream when you were, when I was, you know, oh, like yeah. 11 or 12, like, wow, all these wrap boats and trucks. Yeah. And I never could imagine. So obviously it's, you know, it's not the elite series, but for me, it's the next step. And I'm, I'm hey, that's excited. awesome, dude. It's a big deal, man. Especially be able to fish all nine of them. Whew. Yeah. Really? That's, well, that's the only way I would ever do it, to be yeah. honest. Like, I, I, I love the traveling. I love fishing new bodies of water. I love, yep. the, I love stringing together a series. I love, you know, looking yes. at it from a bigger picture because again, it's hard to win when you look at it, you know, so oh, small, yeah. you yeah. know, but yeah. if you can just stay consistent and keep work chipping away at it, hopefully, hopefully we can make a year of it. You know, and I have oh, no yeah. idea. I'm going to, I'm sure there's huge learning curve there. A lot of things, you know, you never know what to expect, but I feel like I've prepared myself I've had, I've seen, I've done everything I can do at these levels. And I'm so it's only the next natural step. So, all right. On the ladder. So congratulations on that. We look forward to following you. Thank and you. the question is tell everybody out there how they can follow you to follow your journey in 2023. I'm obsessed fishing. Always have been bass geek. You remember, remember the OG on YouTube. I've been a I'm follower for a long, long time, man. So obsessed fishing on everything, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram is probably if you want to just get updates of, of what I'm up to and just see a lot of fish pictures. If you're We're just gonna like get him fish pictures. Listen, once Instagram's you're once you you know I know I'm older, but once you're once you're a famous elite pro, and you know just just go ahead and hire me. I'll do my channel on the side. Hire me <laughs> to be your travel camera guy and editor, and uh, I can edit better than what you've seen. It's hard to be your own camera guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, YOLO, I know that. I my know YOLO that. tech stick, you know, he's just a skinny guy. You know, he, he, don't, <laughs> he don't get around real good. He's got arthritis. He don't move. Mm. I got the drones. I got everything, man. I just, That's awesome. You know, if I could, I just can't afford to pay a guy to fly them while I'm going down the lake. And I've tried it. And, you know, your butt puckers when you about lose a $1,500 drone into a bluff wall. Yeah. <laughs> I've flown a couple of people's drones who said, Hey, why don't you learn how to fly it? And I'm just like, Oh gosh, I don't know. With that much so, money just flying yeah. around in the air. It's that's just, crazy. 
hard but, to handle. Yeah. So, so, you know, when you, when you become that, uh, mega elite pro, you just, you holler at me and, uh, you know, you can, you can use me as a write-off. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to, there we go. That sounds like a plan. It's we're gonna get him we're gonna get him on band as well because you know i don't know if you've watched all our crazy crap here lately we're we're trying to move away from facebook here at the basscast.com as much as possible so we've all joined band and actually i just had another band group sign up that i'm affiliated with and they're moving away from facebook so mm. it's getting a little mm. different up Ooh. there in the wild wild world yeah something we're not really wanting to be a part of to be honest but we still got a crap load of followers there and we're going to stay there but uh man jack we appreciate you coming on thank you for being on the show tonight we always love having you on we man it's like we could have we could end this show like 30 minutes ago because it was pretty freaking awesome so hopefully you guys took that's a jam-packed good show i mean hopefully you guys hit some i learned a lot so i mean hopefully you guys learned a lot as well and brother thank you and we look forward to watching your journey and uh i know we'll see you eventually at some type of expo because as he is with yamamoto we're gonna see him at some tables and some booths here pretty oh, soon you will. So. oh you will come say hi. hey if you're gonna be at the classic i'll be there so. hey uh i'll, I'm I'll be there with uh camus at the classic so i'll be there you guys awesome. doing a booth at the red crest yeah i think we should be i'll, so be, I'll there. be there too with camus mm -hmm. So. I'll be at Rick. Uh, that's the thing. We got we got the the open down in um Clarksville. We got yep. the Red Crest. We got the Classic. We got four expos, and that's not counting the rest of everything happening I'm right here between bugs expo. and <laughs> bugs and you know bugs and Smith Mountain Lake and when I do make it up to Lake Anna. So I mean, first yeah. half of the the first half of the year is going to be like a rush, guys. It's going to be like boom, 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 boom. This like I cannot wait till June. <laughs> But it I'll all slows down. My again. schedule looks like, you know, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Maybe August less. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's it's pretty full. That's so. fine. March. It's bass I think, fishing. Yeah. So. I think between the classic, the Red Crest, and the BFLs, I think I pretty much blew all my PTO on March. Damn. <laughs> all right, man. So. <laughs> Guys, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back all right guys really appreciate jack dice for coming on and talking with us tonight it's always a great show with him it really was this is like i mean it was like i ain't a lot an hour into this thing we could have just ended it but we appreciate you guys listening appreciate you coming back each and every week and listening to bass Cast radio i appreciate you know it's pretty cool getting more and more new listeners and it was cool going to a couple of different events this past year. And a lot of you yeah. guys saying, I listen to you guys on Bass Cast Radio. <clears throat> and don't forget, we're on every podcasting platform that you have on your phone. I mean, if you got a Google phone or if you got an iPhone, you can listen to Bass Cast Radio. You don't need nothing else. I mean, there's a lot of other apps out there that you can listen to it through. Um, but if you got a Google or iPhone, which is 99% of all the phones out there, you can yep. listen to Bass Cash Radio. Um, also, want to thank Wildland Coffee. There you guys go. You guys for watching who are watching the video. Check it out. This coffee will be in my carry on, which I need to add some stuff to it. I picked up a, a cup I was looking for the other day. But uh, it being my travel everywhere in 2023, and I'm not just saying that. I love coffee a lot. I'm addicted like my mom. <laughs> She was addicted to coffee and beating my ass. Both of them were the same, I think. 
But BassCast 10 is the code, guys. You get 10% off at wildlandcoffee.co. That's it. Head on over and order some today and thank them for being a part of BassCast Radio. Um, like I said, we got a couple weeks left. We got the holidays. Um, yep. I We're still... I had some guests lined up. I know things change throughout the holidays. Hopefully we'll find another. I think I got a guest lined up for next week already. I don't want to name it because I don't want to put this person on the spot. But, um, you know, if you, if you got someone, if you would like to be on Basscast Radio, as always, man, you, you know, you can go follow our group on Band Basscast Radio. Or you can follow us on Facebook. It's up to you either way. Either way, it all will be there. But uh, thank you guys for being a part of it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for fishing with us in 2022. Um, yeah, that's all I can say, man. Thank you guys. Thank uh, Jack Dice for coming on and talking with us. And hopefully, like I said, next year he's going to do the whole nine open events. Yeah, we'll definitely be keeping up with him. So we'll definitely be keeping up with him. We're definitely going to have him back on the show. He is a fan favorite. He really is. I looked at the numbers yep. tonight, and you guys blow up his video and the podcast as well so thank you for listening thank you for watching have a great week out there everyone try to stay dry um i heard inclement weather next week so please be safe yeah yeah the 14th i heard is like there's a band that west virginia line again ice so it's getting into that time of the year so Everyone, please say, stay safe if you're out there. We had Gene Jensen on last week, and we talked about being safe in the kayak. Oh, yeah. You know, make sure, you know this time of the year, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, there's a lot of different life jackets out there. I, I, I We got to wrap this bad boy up. There are a lot of different life jackets out there. Wear a full jacket this time of the year. Don't just wear that little one. I mean, you, oh, know, yeah. wear, you can wear the little one during the summer if you want to. That's up to you. But get you a good, comfortable full life jacket because we got a lot of clothes on and oh, it, yeah. don't, it don't take much that little wrap lap band life jacket you have I, I, I yeah when you got 40 pounds of clothes on trying to stay warm hand warmers in every pocket yeah foot warmers I, on i look like you know the kid off of uh you know the christmas story you know <laughs> when i'm out there get a full life jacket i save your life as always and uh you know what bruce always just said take a kid fishing so thank you guys for listening thank you for watching have a great weekend everyone and we'll see you guys right back here next week